Welcome everybody to another episode of 21 Going On 77. I'm one half for the dynamic duo. It's your boy Dwight at 517-2214. Joined again as I am every week by my illustrious co-host, the brains of the operation, SJ. Sorry, Dr. SJ, PhD at SJ Basketball 8. It's another beautiful Friday morning here in Texas. Friday morning, Friday afternoon here in Texas. How are you feeling? Well, I'm feeling good. I kind of had the day off-ish. Didn't do anything today. It's been a kind of a um, light um, work, like load week for me. So that's been good. A lot of mess. You know, I'm a messy bitch. <laughs> so I've been, you know, reveling in all this mess, especially when it's not your team. Oh yeah, I've, and the Mavericks they played you know later this afternoon or later tonight, so that's always great. So yeah, I'm having a good day. Yes, they do. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to the game. I have tickets to the game. Um, I'll be honest, I've never been to a preseason game, so I don't even know. I guess Luca and the starters gonna play, but I don't actually even know if they're gonna play the whole game. I don't even remember watching a preseason game, so. I kind of want to see Jade Hardy and the young boys get their run, so I'm kind of looking forward to it. Um, moving on into just, I guess, the world of the NBA, we got a little breaking news. Well, I don't even know if it's breaking news. It's just mess. How to ass mess. Draymond Green stole on Jordan Poole. Um, we kind of heard that there was some type of, I guess, altercation, and I guess the phrasing they used was uh, before the video leaked was Draymond had struck Jordan Poole and they were like we don't know if it's a forearm shiver or he just shoved him very hard no I mean, he stole on him he swung on buddy like that's a punch punch you know and I, I, I mean <sighs> SJ I'm not gonna hold you I'm kind of conflicted um, on one hand I think it's goofy that what it, you can kind of tell just from the reaction of everybody when you watch the video, no one was really paying attention to like Draymond, like even Jordan Poole. I think the coaching staff, somebody was doing something at the front of where all the players were looking because no one like broke sight line from whatever Draymond had going on, even Jordan Poole when Draymond walked up on him. So I think the players, the other coaches, everyone was still focused on what was happening in front of the group. So, you know, Jordan Poole, Draymond walked up and said something. Draymond walked on him. Jordan Poole pushed him, which was weird because maybe, am I crazy? But when he pushed him, he still never really looked at him. Am I tripping? Am I nah, crazy? It was, it was kind of like, a, he didn't really look at him. It was kind of like a get out of my face yeah man like like, come on man quit yeah Yeah. and then he just hit him and i don't know it's there's been some debate on the timeline and in various group chats about was it a sucker punch and it's like i don't know in the in the street obviously just in the world like if someone walks up on you they 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 charged up y'all been talking spicy but that wasn't the regular world that wasn't the I won't say the real world. That was a, it was a NBA practice. You know, players shove, players get in the fights. On any team, you know, you get in little kerfuffles. But I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know about 
somebody just swinging on a teammate like that. It feels nasty. It feels nasty. And I'm not one of them people that, oh, well, he should go to jail or anything like that. Or Draymond committed some horrible, horrible crime. Because I do believe you just, to me, I'm a person that believe when two adults, like, are, I believe one adult can say something to another adult and deserve to get hit in their fucking face. I believe that should be a thing. But I don't know what was said. And Draymond's reputation is just so in the dirt that I probably think he overreacted and did something he shouldn't have did. But then again, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. What do you think? Well, for me, I mean, there's just so many parts to this. Like, first of all, there's the obvious that, okay, if we talk about the the fight itself, like just the basics, Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot to be said. And, you know, people on Twitter, they talk about the streets. You're in the chase center, bro, or wherever the fuck the, the war is practiced you're not in the streets so let's take that let's just take that out of the equation however there's it's clear they were both talking to each other we don't know what was said but from you know the warriors side when they had the press conference they you know cleared up that nothing out of pocket was said like no one was talking about um you know anybody's you know kids or you know some anything out of pocket that wasn't going on so it wasn't anything crazy i was said but they were both talking to each other and the fact that um I don't know that that Draymond felt the need, like it got him riled up to the point where he went in Poole's face. He was trying to bitch him. That's that's mm. just what it was. If you you're walk, because mind you, Draymond is a, like if we're talking about the age discrepancy, Draymond got what like ten years or close to ten years on Buddy. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're a really you're a grown man, Jordan Poole, and you know people were joking around, you know, calling him a little boy or whatever. But he's still young on the young side. He's like twenty four. So um, I don't even think he's that old yet. I think he's he still like 23. Tw- I think like, he's still 23. Yeah. 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 So 23 that I'm 23. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's like, he's still young. So the fact that you're walking, you're pressing him like that, he was trying to bitch him. So the fact that pool, you know, you could talk about the show. People are saying, Oh, the show they moved dream on. Pool wasn't trying to hurt dream on with the show. Like I that it looked very much like a get like get out of my face <laughs> like show like yeah. he was really in his face and with that you know draymond clearly saw that pool wasn't being bitched so he he swung on him yeah and that that is just wrong that's just all you know it didn't a shove people are saying oh he shoved him so he should expect to fight and while that kind of may be true like if you're gonna shove somebody you gotta be prepared for their eventual like retaliation at the end of the day, I don't think that warranted to be like hit in the face. No. Yeah. So just just that fight situation that's out of and then people talking about oh this happens in NBA all the time and they bringing up MJ they bringing up Bobby Portis I'm glad Bobby Portis cleared his name too because it was nasty what um you know Steins ago reported about and like what he was doing um kept bringing up Bobby Portis and trying to um use him as an example to kind of lump together this whole um. Oh, this happens all the time. I like that Bobby was like, um, hello, take me out of this. <laughs> like, my situation is, is, you know, different. So I like that pe- people are clearing their names. Um, however, you're not there at practice. Like, shoving all that, like, that's fine. But punching in the face, that's not normal. You're not punching your teammates in the face. This is not the same thing as you in being in the middle of a game. 
you know, and you're heated at your opponent, like swinging elbows, and then, you know, you guys are scrapping. That's different. This is your teammate, somebody that's, you know, on your team that you're, you know, have a personal relationship with. You shouldn't be, and you're at work. They're at practice. That's their, that's their work. That's their workplace. You're not punching your um, colleague, essentially, in this, you know, realm. You're not punching your colleague at work. That shouldn't happen. And, um, but another piece of this is, what did Jordan Poole say? Like, what was he saying? <laughs> you know, like, what was he saying? No, really, because, yeah, like, yeah. You, you, I mean, granted, we could talk about the reporting, too, about how, um, and, you know, people are talking about who leaked what and who leaked this and all that, but the reporting was clear. It was, like, crystal clear that it was from at least Draymond's camp because it was the way how it was framed. Draymond was apologetic. However, um, Pooh was running around like he was pop. That's basically what the reporting before we saw the video that that that's what it said. That's clear that what you know that something is going on with Draymond's camp there. But by all accounts, I'm not saying that that's. I mean, you know, Steve Kerr said that wasn't true. Um, you know, Iguodala was saying Steph that said it wasn't true. Either. Steph was saying that wasn't true. So we might never know. However. Jordan Poole, it looked like, I mean, he's a shit talker by all accounts. Like, yeah. even, um, you know, people are bringing it up and I'm not saying it's related. I'm not saying it's related, but the fact that um, the Warriors, they did that um, three-point shooting contest in, you know, Japan, Stephen Clay won. They asked him, how does it feel to win? And the first thing out of Clay mouth was like, oh, it was good to humble Jordan Poole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, so that is, and then um, Jazz had brought up a good point about um, basically Dame had an interview and that you know he was referencing kind of um Jordan Poole's shit talk that's when the Warriors were like winning 15 games and to me if you're bold enough to shit talk when you was one of the worst players in the league and you're shit talking Damian Lillard who at that point he was you know all-star all NBA caliber and you're shit talking him you can shit talk anybody you don't care so it's clear that you know he's a he's a shit talker and um basically I just I I'm just very curious as to what was said, what he's been saying, um, and even Draymond himself. Like people have been bringing up his podcast clips, like of him saying that Jordan Poole talks a lot of shit, and how Jordan Poole got into it with Glenn Robinson the third when he was on a team um, about that same shit talking. And Glenn Robinson was saying, "Hey, can you get him? He's talking too much shit." And Draymond at the time he was like, "Well, if you can't handle it, blah blah." But turns out Draymond couldn't handle it either. So like, yeah. the whole shit is messy. Um, the Warriors at this point, they said they weren't like he wouldn't. Draymond wouldn't miss games. They said they're gonna deal with the discipline internally. So we might not, you know, know um, what exactly happened. I'm guessing if he's not gonna miss any games, it, it might be a heavy fine or something like that. Is my you know best guess. But um, based on that video, I'm suspending you. I'm like I get it. They didn't want it to come out, and they just wanted it to be what it was. But now that it's out what more what like what is the line for suspension then in the Warriors organization <laughs> like you just punched the team and not just I mean Jordan Poole wasn't hurt or anything like that but still what's the line to get suspended then hitting your your colleague at you know in at your workplace during that practice that's grounds for suspension in my opinion but again you know every team they got their different rules but I'm like damn so what is grounds for suspension over there yeah and I'm happy, you know, we talked about earlier the Bobby Portis situation. I always like Bobby Portis, even if he just because I didn't think, you know, I know 
people get into it with teammates all the time. I never assume Bobby Porter's just broke Mirror Texas Miro. I'm butchering his last name. I never thought he broke old buddy's face like just because he was having a bad day. But I didn't know the details of it. Like the reporting actually said, like, dude ran up on Bobby twice and Bobby just finally gave him what he was asking for. Like, hey man, get off me. And he just he caught him. And that's why I say, like, sometimes you gotta give people what they're asking for. I don't know. It's it's in this world where we try to like make bad guys and good guys and everybody uh there, there's areas of gray because it does I don't like the what I from what I saw what Draymond did. But on the other hand, I don't know what the hell Jordan Poole said to that dude. And then there's a there's third party like um I think Jazz mentioned earlier today in the group chat that like you said, Dane with the whole Dane situation, like like Dane said he wanted to put hands on him. Like that wasn't just uh uh shit talking. He's like, I am I'm, I'm thinking about putting that hands on that man. I'm like, God damn, Dane Lillard. I I've never even heard Dane talk like that. So it's obvious there's a track record of Jordan Poole like getting under people's skin or making people want to whoop his ass. But that still feels nasty what Draymond did. I just I don't know. It's one this is one of them situations where I'm just gonna leave it alone. Um, it ain't my team. Jordan Poole didn't die. I, I, I like Jordan Poole. I even kind of like Draymond. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I'm going to leave it alone because I am curious just from a, how it impacts the team because Jordan Poole seemed like the type of dude that that shit is going to impact decisions for him. Like he gives me, oh man, you don't embarrass me energy. I can't mess with y'all type vibes does that make sense like that it feels like if this if this video didn't come out he would have been good with nothing happening or whatever happening but now this video came out he's just he might not want to be there he might hit him with that ultimatum i, I get that energy from him but it's embarrassing knows? though not yeah. like people are saying oh he was fine he finished his workout blah blah he's not gonna he's in, like i 100 percent guarantee you somebody is going to bring that shit up in a game Oh, yeah, especially because <laughs> he was because he is shit talker. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, and, yeah. and it's funny because we could say, oh, these things don't affect players, but that's not because look at Paul George. I don't know if people remember, but him and Booker got into it. Like, and Paul George is usually like Paul George is not really a. I could really say Paul George is not really a get into altercations type of dude. Like on the court, he he doesn't really do that. Like he will say his little slick shits and oppressors, but he's rarely like fighting and doing anything. But during the heat of after he came off that um rough playoffs from the bubble remember and everybody was clowning him everybody was clowning him that very next season i remember the clippers they were playing the suns and he got like i think him and like campaign got like tangled up or whatever so he got up and i think the situation was campaign like jumped at him trying to contest the shot and then they both like fell or whatever so paul just kind of got up and was like you know calm down or like relax um, you're doing too much. And then Booker jumped in and called him like soft and said some shit to him. And Paul George, like it wasn't, he literally said soft. Like you could see Booker's um, like mouth. He said soft. 
And Paul Drew's like, what nuts? Like, he really, he was like, watch your mouth, watch your mind. He was like really built up. And basically, like, I think they asked him in the press and he was kind of like, yeah, he doesn't like his reputation right now. Like, that's basically was like, people think they could say anything to him right now. That was his like problem. I could see, you know, not to say that's going to happen with Jordan Poole, but I could see it. Like, if, if his reputation is now that he's soft, like, you're talking shit with your own teammate, you know, fucking hit you in the face. Like, yeah. I could see a player having a problem with that, you know, because that's your reputation now. Now, and everybody's, and it's not like this is just being swept under the rug. Like you said, if the video didn't come out, it probably would have probably forgotten about it, <laughs> you know, like. It, but yeah, I, I will say that that's one of them things, even if the video didn't come out, Dudes still would have said it to him because there was other NBA players and NBA players gossip. Oh so yeah, people, they, yeah, they still would have said it. We just wouldn't have known about it. But now, I mean, everybody's talking yeah. about it. you. Have fucking Evan Fournier. He he really letting off multiple tweets about it. You got Jod. That's one of your you know rivals that you you know play and all that playing playoff series. All that he you know on Twitter clowning about it. Um, you just got everybody weighing in. Everybody weighing in their opinions, and it's like it's gonna come up more, and it's gonna keep coming up. And I mean now. It's like, it, granted, they, you know, by all accounts, German apologize. They're trying to move forward, whatever, whatever. But still, that's always, especially since he's young, like, Poole is 23 still. Like, that just mm. has to be in the back of his mind, like, moving forward. And listen, I, like I said, I like the mess. You know, people are, I mean, it's mostly jokes, but no one is expecting this to fucking affect the Warriors' legacy and they're going to be bad. Like, no one, like, if people are saying that, they're probably joking. Like, no one really thinks that. But moving forward with all these money, I mean, we always kind of knew that the tensions would be there because the words are mad expensive, though. Like, they're expensive. And regardless of whatever the owner is saying, talking about I'll spend, I'll spend. If you look at the moves they made this offseason, they made money-saving moves. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they won, and that's fine. And they still expect to compete and win again. But they made money-saving moves because, yes, that bill is getting ridiculous. <laughs> they know that. They let Gary Payton Jr. Um, Gary Payton second walk, even though they could have pay paid him. But they said, listen, that's a little, like, the bill will be too ridiculous. He walked. Then bring back Otto Porter Jr. They kind of went with cheaper options. Cheaper options that could still help, but cheaper options. And now, um, I mean, Draymond had already said that he was going to play out the year on the final year of his contract. And they'll talk next offseason about the extension. But pool, they're in talks right now. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? And then you got Wiggins, who, by all accounts, he wants to stay. But I know he wants his money, too. I don't, like, if even if Wiggins take, takes a pay cut, it's not going to be no huge pay cut to stay. Yeah, if he, he, go, he going from 30 to 28. That's what, exactly. He going from 30 to, like, 28, especially since he's proven that he's still worth about $28 million. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't see he's not taking 20 mil to stay with the Warriors, especially since he got a ring already. He's not doing that, bro. Like, he's gonna take his money. So we figured out of those, I was always thinking one of those guys would have been gone. My my guess would have been um, Wiggins since you know he wasn't drafted by them. Um, they like him, yes, and he said he wants to stay, but he'd value his money. Um, yeah. and I can see teams, you know, give like I said, he won't command a full max. But I could still see teams open up the bag, giving him a bag, a good enough bag. So I thought he would be the guy to um go. But now with this situation, you could, you know, like you're looking like, hmm, could the Warriors, like he's a huge piece of what they do. But could the Warriors be getting tired of Draymond? Hmm? You know, a little bit with his antics and stuff like that. Like you, you don't know if that's kind of the feeling with them now. I mean, um, 
not yeah. not not only antics, but he is getting older and exactly he, and he, less productive. He was getting benched towards the end of playoff games multiple times. Exactly, exactly. So it's like, hmm, you're looking at that. And he's not taking no super. And then people are saying, oh, if the Warriors don't pay him, he's taking the MLE from. I saw somebody saying he's going to be taking MLEs. Draymond is like, as much as he's not as productive, he's not an MLE guy right now. I'm so he's just not. He's still defensive player of the year caliber. Defensive player of the year caliber guys are not taking MLEs. Um, and Trey made the joke, and he was joking, talking about Draymond want to play in LA. Well, LA got cap space, Knicks. Like, if they, you know, don't take back, you know, salary for Westbrook. Um, and, you know, their plan is to look at cap space for next year. They got cap space. And they might not have max, cap, like a Kyrie max type cap space. And, you know, reporting is already, always, already that they're not even looking at Kyrie anymore like that. But I can genuinely see a world where they give most of that cap space to Draymond. <laughs> can, can you see that? Oh. I could, I could see it, bro. I could see it. if they already, if they thought Westbrook was a good fit, I'm sure they'd be like, all right, Draymond, you play the four, you know, you hold it down defensively. Me and you know, AD. Oh uh, yeah, more, more, and more, more of uh, someone to help AD out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you don't, and you don't got AD playing the five. You know what? Now that you say it that way, I do. I yeah, just. I with the shooting, I still kind of cringe at it. But with the defense, oh yeah, it would be cringy for sure. But they don't, you know, they at this point, they are star chasing in LA. They're not even pressed about, or they're. I don't know why they went away from the model of role players around, you know, Bron and AD. They're trying to star chase. Yeah, and I I get it because Bron about to be thirty nine, like mm-hmm. he's dead ass pushing forty, but. I don't know, but I, I will say that's I agree with you. That's why, like, when people's like they gonna trade two first round picks for Buddy Hill and uh, Miles Turner, I'm like, yeah. it's LA. They can, you can get one of them dudes and I trade no picks. You know what I'm saying? You can. Yeah, get I, I get the hesitancy with that deal. I'm not even yeah, gonna lie. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like the two picks for those guys. Yeah, you can get one of those dudes in free agency and then use those two picks independent of. I, I just that didn't make sense to me. Yeah, they could sign Miles next year if they don't. Yeah, they could just like, sign yeah, him they straight up. Just sign him, yeah. And it, to me, the two unprotected picks when one of your best players is like legitimate. Hell, he's a year and a half younger than me, and I'm forty, right? So that that just always felt kind of crazy to me. I think they do. I think they would have did it for Kyrie, though. I do. Uh, oh yeah, for Kyrie, but not not no damn Buddy healed, and especially since Buddy's contract, yes, it's declining, but it's still outrageous. Yeah, twenty something million. Yeah, and you know, even with Miles, like you know, he's the, I guess he's the quote unquote prize in there, um, but you know, expiring contract, so uh, him already is not even you know what I mean. Them two picks, he's expiring. Um, so that's like a big no. And then two, his health is not even that like people keep like when did Miles turn to become the picture of health, bro? <laughs> like if you look at yeah, his I, I was season. I was fighting for my life around the trade deadline for pointing that out, but uh, apparently I don't know. Yeah, like I'm like he's not and then you already got A D who's iffy, right? Yeah. Ron, who's been you know injured a lot, his last he's he's literally like he's a fucking forty. So he's been injured a little bit. 
and then you're gonna hang hang your hat on Mouse Turner, you know, to come. Yeah. Like I I get it. like fans. I know their fans are very frustrated about it. Like just trade the two pictures. Trade. I get why the front office don't want to do that. I get it. I I can genuinely say I get it. And then people are saying, oh, Indiana's being dumb. Like they can um just you know they're not getting two picks for these guys. So why won't they? You know, blah blah. Why are they pushing so hard? Blah blah. Indiana doesn't care. Like I don't. Th- I don't think they. I think they're overestimating how much Indiana. Um, because one, Indiana's not going to be that great anyway, right? And they don't have any incentive to be that great. And but they also don't have any incentive to bottom out. They have their guy. You know what I mean? Like of course they would want um Victor. You know, like of course every, every team does. Like every team near the bottom does, right? But they still have guys that they like who are young and fit the timeline that they're in, right? They have Tyrese who by all accounts are trying to build around. You just drafted Benedict Matherin, who looks like a guy, by the way. Like, he had an impressive summer league. His, the preseason that I watched of him, he looked good. So, okay, you have that guy. You got Isaiah Jackson. So, even if you don't, um, let's say, even if you keep Turner or you trade him at the deadline for something that's, you know, worth less than the Lakers package, or even if he walks for free, so what, bro? Like, so, like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't care that much. Like, okay, so they have two guys actually. Jalen Smith still looked, you know, good. He looked real good. Yeah. yeah, and Isaiah Jackson is actually pretty good, especially when you're mm-hmm. looking at um pick and roll numbers with Tyrese. I mean, Isaiah um, Jackson. I, I, when Miles Turner was playing, he was getting a nod. He was getting a nod at times over him. Exactly. So they're not pressed about finding his replacement you know what i mean like they're not pressed about that and then people are talking about well buddy's deal is so bad and caps were taking it off their hands buddy they're not buddy's deal is not hurting them in any way shape or form let's just start there one he's a rick carlisle type of player anyway so he's playing well it's not like he's stinking it up and his value just keeps dropping and drop buddy was like at close to 20 points per game after he got traded there on like crazy splits like he fits the system that they're running S- SJ, he was passing he was he, pa- like yeah he was like passing he passed he, pa- he averaged like four or five assists and they was not bullshit assists they was not in trouble assists he was passing passing i said buddy hill i don't know what done got into you over here but he i i've never seen him play like that Ever. Exactly. He so he fits what they how they play. So it's not like he just is in a system that doesn't cater to his game. He's playing horribly. Like his value is dropping even more. That's not the case. Yes, he's overpaid. Yes, we could say that he's overpaid, but it's not even by a ton. Indiana has mag cap. Um, you don't gotta pay Tyrese yet. You don't gotta pay him yet. His, mm. even if you give him the extension next offseason, I think, um, is that's not kicking in until the following year. So yeah. he's not coming up on money. There's nobody else that you're worried about paying. There's a tax floor. <laughs> There's a good, you know, South tax yeah. floor. They're not close to, they're not in any cap issues. And even if they were, who's coming to Indiana, bro? They're rebuild. They're in a rebuilding timeline right now. They're not worried about signing a fucking Kyrie next offseason. So people keep selling, oh, Indiana can have $47 million in cap space. For what? <laughs> like, why? Like, what are they doing with that? So that's why I'm like, I get what Lakers fans are saying. Like, yes, um, the picks of it all that they're asking for a lot and they won't get that from anyone else. But so what? They're going to milk you dry. They know you're desperate. They're going to ask for a lot first. And if they don't get it, they're not hurt by it. They're not that hurt by it. That's how I feel about it. 
um people they're saying oh indiana's gonna regret it all that i just don't see a re- like a harsh or deep regret from their side i don't see it no i, I don't I, I, don't, I don't either i don't at all um yeah i don't even think it's gonna be that big a deal just i i I understand why people view it that way. We view players as commodities today, right? And we don't think about, like, I don't know, actual what team's goals are Mm -hmm. and what it's been historically. And I think people just don't. Indiana should have given them dudes and all this, that, and the third. But I I don't – I don't know. I I, I think Buddy Hill is actually – like you said, he fits the system, and he showed me something he'd never shown. Like, but the way Buddy Hill played under Rick Carlisle had me at wondering, like, why the hell didn't why didn't you teach Rick whatever the hell he had? I mean, teach Tim Hardaway Jr. whatever the hell he because Buddy was passing the ball, he was making good passes. He yeah, I mean, not, Buddy was over, Buddy's still overall a better player than Tim. Like he got uh, even he, even regard he got a little more juice like off the bounce, like off the dribble. He got he always had more juice than Tim in that regard. I agree, but the passing was killing me. He was yeah, try, he was yeah. trying on defense a little bit. He still was ass, but he was at least giving the effort. It just you know I I tried to kill Rick Carlisle. I still think we should have got rid of him before, but he he got it. He has made good decisions or whatever input he has on roster building. And he got dudes to play better than they had in their previous stops once he started getting his guys in. So we'll see. Jalen Smith never played great until he got under Rick. Buddy Hill, you know, just leveled up under Rick. And I think that needs to be acknowledged as much as I'm happy he's no longer my coach no more. Um, what else? What else do you want to touch on before we get into these maths? Um, I mean, that's those. Those were the main things. Um, I mean, we could talk about um, oh. the 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 Suns losing to the thirty sixers. That was <laughs> incredible TV. Um, yeah. Loved watching it. Um, I mean, and you know, Sun, and it's funny because um, everyone and everyone does it right when it's your team. You don't like outsiders talking too much about your team because you know you're overprotective about your team. You feel like you know more than you know uh, uh like if you're a suns fan you feel like sun fan you feel like you know more about the suns than like a mavs fan would um and all that so um i a lot of them were so butthurt about people talking about their team um cuz you know i was saying that hey i think it's a little you know it looks a little funky mm. in the suns like even i mean they ended up beating lakers um especially but their starters lost the minutes to the lakers um like regular rotation and that's even without ad you know what i mean like it was the sun's backups who won that game against the lakers you know backups um so that was like a fake win in my book to be honest but they lost those minutes big to um you know to the, the lakers and there's you know quote unquote should be better than Lakers. and yes this is the preseason i'm not over, i'm not trying to overreact to the preseason but there's you, you shouldn't have lost that game to the 36ers and yes your starters you know, one minutes and it was like your bench that was bad. But their bench, as quiet as it kept, with the Drake, I mean, granted, you have to see what the return is for Jay Crowder. But I don't know. I got to see if they get a difference maker off the bench for him because you're moving Ken Johnson up. And that bench is doo-doo, bro. Like, their bench is bad. It's like Shamit, who's a streaky shooter. You know, he was terrible in that 36ers game. And he was pretty good against the Lakers. Streaky. He's going to be streaky. 
You got Tory Craig, who's been just bad the last couple seasons. He was good his first year. He was all right for the Nuggets, and the Nuggets were even cool with let him go. I remember everyone was confused, like, wow, they didn't, because I think the situation was they um didn't give him a res- restricted like free agency offer uh, yeah, uh, or qualifying hey, offer. Hey, Loki, I remember you being impressed that they got I was him pressed. in the Mavs that. Yes, because I was like, oh my God, go. Because at the time, remember, we have no damn wings. So uh, I was, because I was, so right, I was, right, yeah, right. so I was looking for any wing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we didn't have any wings at the time. Now we okay on wings. We could always use more, but you know, it's not as bad as it was a couple seasons ago when we had fucking Seth Curry going like a Paul George. <laughs> you know, that's how bad it was back then. But they, you know, the Nuggets were cool with let him go. Then he went to the Suns and he was pretty good that year when they went to the finals. Then he went to Indiana. They got him back. And then since they got him back, he's been, you know, not doing anything. You got um fucking Sarge, who's coming off his, you know, injury. He didn't look that great in your basketball. Like I said, he's coming off a year-long injury. So maybe he worked himself back. Um, who else? Who else am I missing? You got Campaign, who's who had that fluke ass um little run with them. And even they didn't even believe in him, you know, that much based off the deals that he got after that good season, because I thought he would have gotten paid more, um, like at least MLE level, but he got the TP MLE. It was like six mil, um, and he's been bad. He was bad last year, um, got benched in the playoffs, basically, and was not looking good before. I mean, he I think he got injured um, in one of these games, but he still wasn't looking good in that preseason game. You got Jack Londale or Jack Long, whatever the fuck his name is. Lockdale, I don't know what his name is, but he, I think he was coming from the Spurs, if I'm not mistaken. They got him who's like, okay, but like, they're, my point is they don't have any difference makers off the bench. The bench is bad. And, you know, Suns fans, they, I mean, some of them, they acknowledge that their bench is bad, but they're also saying, well, um, you know, we're not going to be running all bench unit lineups. Um, you know, starters are going to be running with the bench, blah, blah, blah. But you guys still have the problem of that you only have like two shot creators on the team. And one of them and one of them and one of them is and one old of them is like dirt old and, and looks fat. He looks he looks a little pudgy too. Like he, I looks, know. he looks like he was eating good this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he looks like I'm, I remember after because he slimmed down when he got to like OKC and yeah. his first couple years in Houston because he said like he was in Houston, he was a little pudgy too. And he slimmed down. He said he went vegan. So I don't know if he's still vegan or if whatever the case is. But he looks like he did in in Houston again. We don't know what because he's had great health actually. Like we could talk about him saying that fake ass injury in the playoffs or whatever, and then playoff injuries. But he's had fantastic health in um Phoenix. That's not have been the case, and I'm not I'm not saying he was get he'll get hurt. I don't want him to get hurt, but I'm just saying you could. He's old too. You don't know if that injury luck is gonna continue, and then you're just left with Booker. And Booker's good, but again, like I said, Booker's not that floor raiser where his mere presence is winning you games. We've already seen that. And, I mean, they, they're saying they're going to try to see what Mikhail can do, Cam can do off the dribble. Them boys are what they are. Not saying they can't improve and refine their skills, but I don't expect them to both all of a sudden have a shot creation bag all of a sudden. Mikhail is, I don't think he's that guy. I'm so sorry. I don't think like he like I said they can refine their skills, but I don't think it's gonna be like oh hey he's a um kind of a serviceable shot creator now. Same thing with Aiton and Aiton. I mean he looked to be in okay spirits, but like the the relationship is funky. You that I think everyone can agree. 
it's a little funky his first choice was clear to go to the Pacers <laughs> like that was he was excited to do that especially given that he didn't like how his whole contract situation went down so that's always going to be feelings there so I, I just think um their situation is going to be interesting to watch because there's you know you could still say they're a regular season machine but I don't know if they're going to be at the top no, I, I, we, shit, oh shit, I said we gotta do Eastern Conference predictions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sheesh, we probably, oh, anyway, I got them, uh, as we gonna find out next week, I, I got the Suns like falling off quite a bit. Um, I, I just think it's just bad vibes and something that was kind of ignored. They only had two shot graders, one being old. When they won, they they had that uh, rate. I think half their games were clutch games. And they were amazing in the clutch. Like, just amazing in the clutch last year. But statistically speaking, I don't, I'm not saying I believe this myself, but there's statisticians in the NBA, front offices, that believe that close games our luck typically like your clutch game rate the games you win in the clutch there's people that believe that's just a matter of luck as opposed to skill or efficiency or anything you really really do per se i disagree because there's obviously clutch players and then players that aren't clutch but at the same time the data is the data right and because they had such a high number of clutch games close games you know one little thing breaks the other way in a large volume of those games and like instead of going i think they went like 31 and 9 or 33 and 9 and let's say that just goes to shit, i don't know you just 500 in those games instead of 31 and 9 or 33 and 9 whatever they ended up winning it was something crazy like that that's that's 10 11 games less than you won a year before and those are in the games that were actually clutch let's say the team is just flat out worse across the board. That number can shift even more. And then they lose other games and they go from winning 67 games to like 50. I think that's on the table. I think that's possible. And whenever you lose like that, like, you know, we watched those press conferences. We seen them lose to the 36ers. We saw them, I mean, kind of getting packed up by the Lakers. And I think the Lakers stink. The Lakers starters was like you said, packing them up. Man, I think the I think the Suns gonna fall off. I think that's gonna be a thing. I think that's really, really, really gonna be a thing. And you know, as we gonna get into last week, I know if you listen to this pod, I've been saying I, I lightened up a little bit last week, but I've been saying we might be a playing team. We could be a playing team, and some people are offended by that. Now I've actually dug into it, and I'm looking at who's healthy. The Sun situation, this Warriors new situation. Nah, man, I don't think we're gonna be a playing team as long as as long as Luca don't, as long as something don't happen to Luca, I think we'll be fine. Now, I I know it was just a preseason game, and we're about to get into that. I still have my concerns with the Mavs, but man, I think the West is a little bit more wide open um, than I thought. I don't know how everyone else thought, but in comparison to what I thought after free agency, 
Yeah, the West is a little bit more wide open because this stuff, I think the Suns fall off. Whatever has happened with this Draymond situation, I just don't think they just keep that stuff rolling. I don't. Um, Jordan Poole is not Kevin Durant. He's not a vet. He's not somebody that can just play through that. He's an emotional dude. And I think it's going I think something's gonna happen. I think something's gonna come from it. Either they're gonna pack Draymond up or they play weird if they stay together. I don't think that's nothing. And we'll see. We'll see. But um you wanna freestyle these uh Eastern Conference predictions off the top. Yeah, but let's get into that Mavs preseason game first. Okay. Because um, there were some interesting things there. Um, and I say interesting, I mean, a lot of people didn't play for us. So Luka didn't play, Tim didn't play, Maxi didn't play, Bertans and McGee didn't play. So it was really, you know, the only starters that did play was um, Reggie, um, Spencer, and Dorian. They looked all right. All of them, you know, Reggie was hitting shots, which, which was oh, yeah. great to see. He hit some shots. I mean, Dorian was kind of off with his shot. Um, but, you know, Dorian, he's it's going to come. He needs to play a little bit to get the rust off. He he, um, was, and he was ball handling, you know. and I, he, he wasn't doing the stuff Dorian is going to be doing regularly. Exactly, exactly. So um, he'll be fine. Um, and Spencer looked all right. You know, there were times we were like, oh, I don't know, you know. But then he, you know, he started to, you know, play and look, look decent. Um, and then you um, get into some of the bench guys. You know, again, they played a lot of the, um, you know, uh, the training camp guys and all that. So we didn't get a real look at the, you know, team and what they could be. But, you know, you saw Josh. Um, he looked okay. You know, wasn't splashing them like he was in practice. But, you know, realistically, he wasn't going to be going 90% from three right. in, in, in games. That wasn't realistic at all. But... He did um hit one. Um it looked smooth. He was, you know, had nice drives. Um to the he looked confident. And that's that's some of the that's I mean, he was not he wasn't playing like hot potato with the ball like he was last year. But um he did pass up on one shot where I was like, Oh, shoot it. But like it wasn't it wasn't a bad decision to pass upon the shot. You would have hoped that he would have taken it, but um it wasn't a bad decision when he did um to attack the closeout. Um but you know he was turning the ball over again, and then Frank. Frank was just so bad, bro. <laughs> he was so bad. He hit like one three, and I was like, "Yay, Frank!" But he was like, um, not doing anything, especially when he was given on ball opportunities to make shit shake. He couldn't do it, um, which is what we all know. And by all accounts, apparently, um, you know the Mavericks they are not happy or not really impressed with what he's shown in you know training camp. Um, so I don't know if Frank's here to, you know, that, like I said, I've been always advocating him as a, you know, expiring deal to me and, you know, put him with Powell, make a package or juicy or whatever. But I don't think Frank is getting heavy minutes this year, um, to do anything. And then, um, you look at McKinley, Wright. He played a way better point guard game than Frank did. Um, you know, he's not a scorer. I think he only had like maybe like four points or something like that. No, um, he had eight. He had oh, he had eight. eight. Oh, excuse me. He had a nice little eight points. Um, a little eight and ten, almost dropped a double double on right? his boys. But he is a true table setter. Mm-hmm. From like he was, you know, people are upset that, and this is another thing I'll get into a little bit. People are upset about Christian Wood again, not 
he didn't start um and that was so obvious i i tweeted that um i hope powell start you know for mess but i had a feeling he would start um that's why i even tweeted it i didn't think you were doing it for mess i I, it seemed kind of obvious he was gonna start yeah i thought he was gonna start that's why i said that i was like it looked like from powell might start and people were so I'm so sorry, and I don't even want to be that um, Powell like apologist or whatever. And I, I don't, cause I don't want like Powell here for the rest of, you know, just the duration and all that. That's not what I want. However, people complain about him all the, even when it's not warranted. I had people on the timeline in my mentions talking about I hate Powell. I'm like he actually played a good like his minutes were good yeah. <laughs> like with what he was doing it, 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 i'm not trying to be funny it's kind of obvious he's a better defensive center than way Christian better Wood. defensive center and he's, the, and he's not good but it whatever dwight powell is is nine day better than what christian wood is at center exactly so it's I'm, obvious watching that on, on the basketball court yeah so i'm just like what are we talking like what what are you complaining about like you're just complaining to complain at this point like it's 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 annoying it's annoying but um regardless um you know people are saying he was playing with bums guys can get him the ball and that was true while that was true, That's very um, true yeah. um right did you know get going he was one of the few guys that could actually get him the ball from that you know second unit um but at the same at the same time at the same time, this is why I feel like everything is just contradicting itself and it's like such a mess because you can't claim that Wood is the best, um, you know, big that Luca has played with. And because one, I don't think that's true. Um, who, who do you think is better? Porzingis is a better player than Wood, bro. Let's, I don't understand why. Oh, no, I'm, I agree with you. I, was I know, but like, I'm just saying people to... are like, oh, he's the best big, stop it, bro. Like, SJ, Porzingis... SJ, he's going to shoot better from three. So that automatically means he's better. He's a better as if big. That means everything. Come on, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. And I, y'all know I don't like Porzingis, but I think it's getting ridiculous. The, the conversation is getting ridiculous because who was Porzingis point guard in New York? Fucking Frank Nilakina. And he was averaging 22. So let's let's stop it, bro. Let's stop it. Um, so whatever. Uh, the whatever the case is, I just think um, would if you're saying that he's the best big that um Lucas played with, he can do more off the dribble, blah blah. How are you? Ab- how how did you get annoyed at the fact that Porzingis had to basically basically be spoon fed, but you're kind of saying the same thing of Wood. <laughs> and that's not even that true. Like he needs. Oh, why is he not playing with Luca? He needs to just play everything with Luca. Th- that's kind of you know compounding the problem of Luca being burnt out because it's, you're basically saying that you want Luca to s- just set his table all the time. And I'm like, I don't want that. I want him to not to say that I want to lean on him as a shot creator because that's not what I want either. But he has to be able to you know, make himself useful in the offense without Luca. He has to do that, if, especially if we're the ones going to pay him, you know, give him an extension or pay him next offseason, whatever the case may be. He has to prove himself useful in the offense without Luca, And he did that, which is why I was happy about that third quarter. He was playing with the bums, but he stood out. You're supposed to do that. If you have talent, it doesn't matter what you are, a big, a, a guard, a wing, or whatever. If you have 
talent, you were supposed to stand out against bums. He was playing with bums. He was, okay, so he had bums. It's not like we were playing the fucking Warriors and he just, you know, couldn't get anything off because he's facing a great defense and you're playing the OKC bums bro (laughs) you're supposed to you know stand out against and he did that he carried us in that when we went down he said all right I'm gonna do my thing and he carried which is what he's supposed to do I was happy about that I was happy about that so I can give him his props there yes you're supposed to make yourself useful if you're playing with bums However, the defense is just horrible. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so bad. And I, I know people are like trying to look. And I, I even did it to an extent myself too. But he, this is, Christian Wood does do some things well. Like he guards guards when he's on the ball. But he gets fucking lost off the ball. And he be ball watching. And if it's just him, and somebody dribbling the ball, and they get, like, ahead of steam, and he has to go, like, rotate over and rim protect, that shit is a foul or a bucket. He just, he's too light in the ass. Yes, exactly. So, my thing is, I'm just, like, that's the problem. Like, people are saying, why is he not starting and giving all these offensive reasons? That is not our culture anymore. Y- y'all have to get that out of your head. That was when Rick was here, all of that. We didn't have any defensive guys, so we were just going to outscore you by any means necessary. That's not what we are anymore. Last year, when you look at the games that we won, we won because of defense, bro. We weren't winning games with, like, obviously offense is a big part of it, but we were winning games with defense. Like, when we went on that huge run, our offense, I don't think it climbed above, like, eight. If that, like when we went on that huge run in the second, I don't think it climbed above like I no. want to say it was like around. I want to Loki say it didn't um rise above ten, but I, I, don't, I, I don't, don't remember. I'm pretty sure it didn't actually. Exactly, we were around like ten. Ten, I think the we were second in defense. We were Celtic, second in defense, and then yeah. like I don't, I, I, tw- eleven, twelve ish feels right, but I don't and know. right about that's what I'm saying. I don't think we went above ten, so that's what I'm saying. Like our culture is not offense. If we we built it up to be defense, so if you're not interested in defending. We're not moving things around for you. Like, Christian Wood hasn't done shit, bro. Like, he has no accolade. Why are we moving around and changing things for him so he can be maximized offensively? No. We were winning games before you came here. You were trying to prove to the league um, and, you know, people to pay you. You're trying to prove that, hey, I can contribute to winning basketball. Therefore, you have to fit us. We don't have to fit you. It's, it's the other way around. So until he def- and it's not like they're operating. Like I said, I don't think he's there. The Mavs are operating in bad faith, where they're just telling him you'll always be a bench player here. There's no opportunity for you to move up like that. I think that would be a problem, obviously. But they're telling him, hey, opportunity is there for you. You just have to show us. We're not going to give it to you. You just have to show us. Which is why I advocate for that. In in instead of them saying, yeah, come start and him not playing defense or numbers are cratering and now we have to switch it around no they're going with a model that they think will work and i don't blame them for like obviously like i said if you i think uh mcgee powell uh, i think is a marginal upgrade at best but that lineup last year but we at least in the regular season we were dogging people bro luca reggie dorian um i mean it was brunson but you know now you're replacing brunson with spencer and you know, a big in Dwight Powell and I was Mickey, we were pretty damn good. They're trying to f- stick with that model. Why would you go to a model 
and obviously they they see Wood as a four. He played a lot of four. When he was alone big, he looked horrible on defense. And he played some four, right? So they're seeing him as a four, which is why I made a tweet that if they're seeing him as a four, he's not competing with McGee for to, you know to replace McGee as the lone big. He's competing with Dorian. Yeah. He's competing with Dorian and if he's competing with Dorian, they're not benching Dorian. Therefore, he's a bench player. So you see what I'm saying? And if they want to start him, now you're going to have to start Maxi too. So you're bringing in, and then Maxi, we all know the issues with Maxi starting. Maxi's a damn good player. He could start on his team, but Maxi needs to be preserved in the regular season. Therefore, and even with, um, I saw Grant, um, I don't want to mess up his last name, but Grant as Oh, I don't want to mess up his last name, but Grant of um SI, um he made you know I think he was writing articles you know he embeds the you know videos that he's gonna use for his articles in his tweets, and he tweeted a clip of like um it was Wood and Powell playing together they played some minutes together in that game, and he was making the point that yeah it didn't look that great um because you could obviously load up on the strong side in the paint because there's two bigs in there. That is what the Mavs are trying to avoid. We did this last year with Porzingis and Powell, um, and the lineups were not great with the two bigs. And they said it. They said we were better when we went smaller, and that's what they mean. They don't mean, yes, McGee 7-1, but that's not the point of being small. The plain small is having a wing in that four spot, and that's what they mean. So like, if Wood can't handle defending as the lone big, he's not going to start because – they're not starting him at the four with McGee. That's not happening. And you're not changing the whole dynamic of the starting five by bringing in Maxi with him. Because, like I said, we why should we change the whole model and what we have going on to suit him? He has to do. He has to do it. So until he can prove that he can defend as a lone big, or not, I'm not even saying lockdown, but not be useless, <laughs> like not be use. Okay, OKC bum were in his chest bro like you know what i'm saying like that can't like what do you think is gonna happen when we play in real teams like that's why i'm like y'all need to relax like that's why i didn't want him in the first place like <laughs> just all these you know intricacies but whatever he just has to show it and now we you know tonight we're seeing a f- wait what i was gonna say can i robot yeah but oh yeah yeah go ahead go ahead i'm just saying now we'll see the full team and now we can see him with Luca, we can finally see him with Luca, and we can see what's going on there. But um, yeah. What 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 do you want to say? Okay, I think your point is valid, and if I've I've you know I've said since I don't know last two three months, I don't ever want to see Christian Wood as the lone big on the floor ever. Um, thankfully, Jason Kidd agrees with me. Um. Because he just, he just, it, it just, that just ain't him. That just ain't him. Um, I, I know we've seen some people because, what do you have, 16 and 13? Yeah, night? 16 and 13. And people are like, oh, yeah, I guarantee he's going to be the starting center. And I'm like, no, he won't. And I will bet a lot of money. He may start, but there will be, he will be starting at the four, and Spencer or Reggie will lose their spot. It will not be him. And if you put a gun to my head, I probably think, considering the lack of ball handlers we have, I think they're going to move Spencer to the bench eventually just because they don't have no, like, it's just easier to stagger minutes if Spencer doesn't play. And then let's be honest, 
first quarter Luca don't pass the ball anyway. Exactly. That that has been my whole stance this entire time. I'm like, I'm fine with Spencer. I think Spencer, you know, it's easier to stagger minutes. And and um, let me let me let me take yeah. it back. He passes mm-hmm. the ball, but he don't let nobody else create. Like he passes exactly. to corner shooters. He passes when he gets in trouble. But he's not letting Spencer do his thing in the first quarter. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And that's what people need to realize too. Like and, well, actually, no. I'm gonna sit on this point. I'm not even gonna say it because no, 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 no. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I was so, gonna say something. Mm, yeah. So, no, so my point is, you go ahead. You swap, and I having a. And this is where, because if you ask Spencer, Spencer, if you ask uh, Christian Wood to be a four, I think he can. I just think defensively, he's more of a four than a five on a good team. I don't think there's any way to scheme in any circumstance or situation with the personnel we have to hide his weaknesses as the five. But if you have him be the four, you have him do some weak side shot blocking, you have him just basically, hey man, just guard your man and don't get lost. If they do, if the four you happen to be guarding is someone that like moves off ball a lot or is a shooter shooter, like I think that's better than asking him. I don't think it's fair to him to ask him to guard fives. And I've seen some people say, well, if you put Dorian and and Reggie out there with him, well, we kind of saw that against the Oklahoma City Thunder. That shit still was ass. Now, I know it's preseason. Maybe there's rotations he'll get better and he won't ball watch as much. But, like, dude, I know it's one little clip. I know it's one little clip, but did you see? Did you see that joint where Ben Simmons went flying? Did you see uh, that? Oh yeah, yeah, I centered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like it was against Bam. Against Bam, and it's just like, hey man, weight matters as a center. Strength matters as a center, and hell, I think Ben Simmons outweighs Christian Wood by like 15, 20 pounds, and he a real sit. Bam ain't even like a big ass center like that either, and he still sit. Ben Simmons flying and. I, Listen, I've watched enough Christian Wood to see dog Jalen Brunson sent Christian Wood flying. And it was like one of them was a flop. One of them was legitimate. He just put his shoulder into him. And he lost it. He he lost his footing. And I just don't I think you need to have him guard like swingman more so than other bigs. And I, I think he should start because I think that's the best use of him. And I do think it would make Luca's job easier because the boy got the boy can the boy is offensive force. I, 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 he does rebound. He does, and I think that would help. Um, and I think it'll help stagger Spencer's minutes. So that's why I think he still should start. I'm still gonna be on that once he just gets to competent defensively. But if he stays wholly incompetent defensively. SJ, I don't think he's going to be here. I said the trade deadline the other night, but I won't even go that far. Because, like, some of the buckets he was getting the other night, like like you said, it's some of the same problems that KP had. It's like he just had a KP good shooting night. That wasn't, to me, those weren't buckets you could count on night in and night out. Does that make sense? No, that makes sense. And, like, um... like, it was a lot of nice shot making, but that's not his game like that. I don't think he's going to be able to do that against real NBA teams consistently. Exactly. exactly. And I just, it, it's, it's, we just have to, again, I am not a fan of him just 
coming in and we hand stuff to him. I don't think he's done anything for us to just give him that. You know what I mean? So he just has to earn it. He has to earn it. So I, um, I'm intrigued to see what he does um, and how he earns a lot of this. Um, and like I said, we get the first look um, tonight um, of basically what we see with, with the whole team. I don't think um, like the guys that didn't play, I don't think they'll play much. Um, so like, you know, Luca, I don't expect him to play the full game. Um, he might just play the first half type shit, you know. So we we'll just have to see. Um, but I'm excited to see more of Mavs basketball because I mean, and we haven't even touched on Hardy. You know, like Hardy, you know, playing. He stole the game from the Bucks. I was so it's a preseason game. It doesn't matter. But I was happy to see. I wanted that win. I really wanted us to win. But I was like, oh, I get if we don't. We're playing the train. You know, the training camp guys, and it's just Hardy. We already see what Hardy is. Like we already know what Hardy is when he has to be like that guy with bums um but he he showed out and he showed out with um he basically showed out with um being like an off ball kind of player like right Mm -hmm. set him up real well and that's how and it made me excited because it's like okay you can see how you know he can be utilized within this offense like you know as a catch and shoot guy and people are saying oh he can be more than that i'm not arguing that i'm just saying even if he doesn't develop into some like into like legit jordan pooler because that's you know um a comparison i've been seeing so if he doesn't like reach jordan pool type self-creation vibes you can still make a lot of money off cash and shoot like he at this point he's proven to be a very good cash and shoot guy so i'm excited for him i i'm trying not to jump out the window because i've been cautioning people who want to jump out the window on Jaden hardy uh all year, I feel like some kind of unreasonable expectations were put on him. But I don't give a shit. It's fun. It's fun to have a young player. And what you just said, I like because you can kind of uh, you can kind of like see the vision. I think when people said he's the third ball handler, like, I don't know if that's ever him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, and that's fine. That is perfectly fine. He doesn't have to be the guy. He can just be a bucket getter, you know? And he, I mean, he, the, all the comps I've seen from him is like, I don't know. He looks like little, he looks like Tim Hardaway Jr. with a little bit more in his bag. That's a kind of a lazy comp, but just to give you a template of a role he would play on this team, that's kind of what I see. I don't see third ball handler, but that jumper is wet. And I think the ability to create space off, I don't know, I say one to four dribbles. I think that's there. I don't think you can just throw it to him, set a high screen and roll, and just say, go get me a bucket. I don't think that's him yet. Maybe he gets there. Um, I don't trust his – I don't – honestly, I think if you pressed him to get the ball up the court with an NBA high-level defender, I think he turned the ball over a lot. That's okay. He's a rookie. Word to James Booknight. Right. And I think, like – Either way it goes, I still think that what we saw is rewarding, and I think he's going to contribute this year, and I did not think that uh, a week ago. Like, he can shoot. He can shoot the ball, and also with his success and knowing the type of player that Tim Hardaway Jr. is, knowing the type of player that uh, Christian Wood even is, if he doesn't eventually move into the starting lineup, 
my vision for what I want that third ball handler to be has changed. Um, I was thinking like Kimba because apparently the, the Pistons have agreed to let him get another job. And I was thinking, okay, we get Kimba in here. We'll get, I don't know, insert even Dragic. You know what I'm saying? Kimba, Dragic, those dudes are more scores. They're not really table setters per se. Um, I think we need a table setter with them dudes. You need somebody that don't really care about getting buckets. You need somebody that wants to pass to them. And get them right. But I mean, I, I'm cool with signing right. You know, I would love if we sign sign right. I just, man, we trying to win. SJ, you really trust? I'm not, trust? I'm, I'm I'm joking around. Like I don't. Okay. Think he, was playing okay. Against, he was playing against bums. Like I, I, feel know, like I know. It was it was great, but like against NBA level defenders, like yeah. real NBA guys, we'd have yeah. to see it. But I'm just, but I'm with you. Yeah, they need a um a table setter off. Yeah, the like to to me, you need you basically need a JJ Barea. Yeah, you need a more proven version of McKinley, right? And who? Hey, let me be clear. Buddy might be the answer. I don't. He's young enough to where we don't know. You know, he was playing against other dudes, like them dudes playing for OKC. Some of them gonna play. He was mixing up. He was. They, they some of them dudes gonna play. I know it's OKC. I know they stink, but them dudes gonna. Some of them dudes gonna be in the NBA for a minute. Um, I don't know if they're gonna be no good, but I think they'll be NBA players for a while. So. We'll see, but I want his style of, of point guard because you think about it. If he's coming off the bench with with Tim, with Christian Wood, um, and Josh, because you know Josh gonna need somebody to kind of set it up for him too. He, he'd be a nice connector with someone like that as well. Like you don't need somebody that's trying to get the buckets they sell. You need somebody, especially with Wood being in a contract year and Tim, frankly, being Tim, you need somebody that's gonna want to pass pass them open. And that that also Man, Ricky Rubio would have been nice oh off the bench. We would have ooh, I'm, this is just like I said, wishful thinking because you know he's he's a Cavs guy. They don't like they like him over there. They signed them, but like ooh, even um like what do the Pacers want for T.J. McConnell? Is he healthy? Like a, you know, yeah, like a McConnell yeah, type yeah. dude. Man, you know, you know Rick, Rick, Rick not giving him up. Rick not giving him. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like I see the vision. We need to like, even if we're trading for a bench guy, it doesn't even have to be a scorer. It's it's a guy that could um that could set the table. That could set the table. So yeah, I see that vision. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm uh, Damn, TJ McConnell would be nice. What's that contract? Was it like nine million? I think it's like nine million. Let me check it out. I don't know if he's healthy though, because I know he was hurt last year. I think, oh yeah, I think he I told, saw him play though. He I think saw him play in the preseason. Okay, yeah, he was out half the season. I said, you know, I think I think that contract is around Dwight Powell-ish. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm like, but but, but 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 I'm gonna say this. I know it was one preseason game. We we got another one here in three hours, but. Hey man, Dwight Powell gonna play. If Christian Wood keep playing defense like that, Dwight Powell is going to play every night. Actually, I, there's gonna be I, boy. The timeline is not gonna like this. People are gonna disagree. If Christian Wood keep not playing defense, dogs, it's gonna be nice. Dwight Powell play over Christian Wood, and people are gonna be fucking irate. Oh, they gonna be mad. I love the tears though. Um, by the way, <laughs> T.J. McConnell's contract is about eight mil. Okay. Eight mil um this season, next season's um um no yeah eight mil um this season eight mil the next and then nine mil the third year. Okay, so you can do one hundred and twenty five percent if both teams are over the well I know the math's over the cap. 
No, Indiana is Indiana got mad cap space, so we yeah. can send them. Um, we can we, send them Dwight, and it'd be completely fine. Uh, um, so like if we nah, nah, we can only take back. We can only uh, they would have to add if we send them Dwight Powell. Oh no, you're right. No, you're yeah, tripping. yeah, we could send them Dwight, yeah, and we get him back, no issue. Yeah, yeah, I'm tripping because they they got cap space. They I'm got tripping. Cap you're space, right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. So I'm just saying that's if you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's somebody that could look into if they need a third ball hit. Like I said, I don't know what um he's old. He's like 30, so like they don't need him. Um, they could we could send them Frank. They could take their chances with Frank. Like now, I want TJ McConnell. I don't know. Now that idea got in my head. Now it won't leave my head. I want TJ McConnell. I want TJ McConnell. There I said. Yeah, it. yeah. I, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> um. That, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, you, you go get us a table, and then TJ McConnell be harassing dudes off the bench. He can't oh, shoot. Defense, bro. Yeah. He and can't he can't shoot, shoot. He can't but shoot. but that's the thing. You put him on the court with four people who can't. If, if Josh's shot holds up, he's going to be on the court with four people who can't shoot. Exactly. Hey man, I think we I just like solved you. it. I, I think we just cooked something up. I think we just did. I think we did. I think we just did something. I can't lie. I think we did. I don't know, man. I, I'm liking that vision. I'm That's liking a, and that then, and, too. Then, and then you look at it, it's like, I'm sorry, man. I know I've been kind of shitting on this team all year. Like, nah, that's a real team because that's a deep team. That's that's a fucking hockey sub team. You could literally go five. These five come off. We put this five on, and we still – that's a competent basketball team. Dead yeah. ass. Yeah, and we don't have to worry too much about one, you know, like somebody want... getting hurt. You can yeah. handle some injuries with exactly. a roster like that. Exactly. Ooh, I'm liking that. We just could ooh, let me get on the phone. Let me get on the <laughs> phone. <laughs> I like that. No, really not. I can't get that idea out of my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah we he can plays, handle he, he plays defense. That's the thing. That's, yeah. that's the thing, a piece about these point guards that we're asking for. Like they don't play defense. And obviously hey, what, what, what I will say, there is a point guard that used to play defense. That's out there that hmm. could table set a little bit. Hmm. Eric Bledsoe, muscle man. All right, let's let's all right, let's move on. This conversation clearly <laughs> ran its course. Let's move on. Um, but I'm liking TJ McConnell. I'm okay. liking that. Well, we'll talk okay. about that some more later on. Okay. But I like that. Okay. All right. Uh, but we could get into the Eastern Conference. Um, we could we we let's make. How about we do this? Mm-hmm. Let's go. You uh, let's do five at a time. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that'll go faster, or not oh, even yeah. five at a time. But it's what fifteen teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, let's so. start bottom up. Let's let's bottom go. With, okay, let's go with the non-plane, like the lottery teams, the teams that won't make teams or that won't, won't even, make the plane. Yeah. Okay. Let's it's kind of it's kind of hard, man. Now that we. Oh, see that's not hard for me. Oh, it's, it's I'm about to freestyle. Yeah, I didn't prepare. Mind you, guys, I did not prepare this off rip, so I'm freestyling right now. Um, but I got my teams. Okay, at least okay. I got one team. I know it's gonna stink. Okay, <laughs> who you got is the worst team in the Eastern Conference. Hot take, but oh, okay. I I think Orlando might be at the bottom. Okay. Um, just because I mean, I don't, I don't, you you don't gamble, but there's a lot of people taking. I think they're over under started at 26 wins. It's been bet up to 29 wins. Which means yeah. team people think they're gonna be better than what they are. Okay, and see, I was of that opinion too, but I don't like. I mean, I know it's just preseason. Like I said, it's preseason. You can't take it, you know, too seriously. But I don't like some of the things they're doing. Like they, the roster is just so un. 
balanced like and didn't fix it i thought a lot of trades would have been made um yeah. to fix it but like they just got too many forwards that need minutes and when i say that people are like oh well you can just play this person play this person somebody's gonna get slighted with minutes you know what i'm saying and they won't be happy like they were playing powell at the three um it was like paolo wendell carter jr mo bamba and i didn't like that lineup at all i hated that I hate it. Like it was okay on defense, but like offensively, to me, that's not like Paolo. You're you're not maximizing him like that, right? And then, like I said, Mobon. It's just too many forwards. You have Chumo KK. I thought it was Okiki, but apparently it's OKK. and he's been making people like they said on the broadcast that he wanted people to pronounce it um correctly. So Chumo OKK. Um, they have him who's you know getting better, but he's he's more like a four, um, three four kind of guy. Just um, you still have Franz Wagner, um, who's again a three-four kind of guy. Um, but I mean, you could try it and play him at the two. But you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, you got Mo Wagner, um, still there. You got like it's just too. I mean, John Isaac, he's not playing. They don't have a tar line for him, so I don't want to include him there. But he's still there realistically. Um, you know what I mean? It's just too many people that you know like need minutes. The roster's just so unbalanced to me, and I don't know. They're they're a young team. I don't know if they're overcoming. Honestly, I don't know. Um, but before them, I had the Hornets dead last. Um, but I think just with, I think they have a, they have better players than the Hornets. So that's why I would, or not Hornets, the uh, Magic. So that's why I would say they can realistically win more games than the Magic, but they stink, yo. <laughs> the Hornets stink. And I knew you they sure? Because I, I mean. I don't think. I think they're making it to the plane. Not at all, man. Not at all. They won forty three games last year, and they the lost Magic their leading won. scorer. No, that's what I'm saying. I think they'll be ahead of the the the, the um Magic okay. now. Okay. Um, no, I'm saying before I saw actually saw the Magic on the court, I thought the Hornets probably could have been the 15 seed. Like there was a world, but now yeah. I don't think so. Now I think it's the Magic's gonna be the 15 seed, but the Hornets. I have them at like the 14, 13 seed, 14 okay. seed because I think Detroit will be better than them. They stink, yo. No, they stink. I've been wanting. Granted, they didn't prepare. Like losing Miles Bridges, that's just a blow. Like, and no one could take that away from him. He was their leading, literally their leading scorer last year. And Lamelo, one, I feel like he, he's getting put in conversations he shouldn't be in because, like, I was, you know, there's a lot of talk about Victor School all that, and people. Somebody asked the question, like, oh, um, who was the or since School, um, who has been like the best console prize in like the draft um i saw somebody say lamello i was like are you kidding me like lamello's good but he's not like to put him in those type of conversations i don't think he's that good and people thought that um i don't know how much better he is than franz wagner no i'm just okay i'm, all right. I'm just oh, i thought you were gonna say somebody else you saw i was ready to agree until you said franz wagner i was like okay <laughs> but um but no but still like i there is garland clears let's start there um but I just think that he's he's like watching him, and I have a Hornets mutual. Um, uh, I can't think of his handle off the top of my head, but he writes for like um some Hornets beat. But he, his Hornets fans were kind of mad at him because he was he said he was like, listen, I don't know, guys. I think Lamelo's like a number two type of option. He's not number one guy, and people are like. Oh come on! Like, like I don't think he said anything wrong. He's right, in my opinion. Like, Lamelo's a table setter, right? He's not. Um, he's not a guy. He's not aggressive enough scoring. Kind of similar to his brother. I mean, he's better than his brother, especially scoring the ball. 
but he's not that he like he prefers to pass like i saw a position when they were playing against um i think it was the celtics where he you know he it was the kind of end of the shot clock it was like the, literally the final possession he was draining the clock draining the clock and they cleared it they kind of cleared it out a bit for him and instead of looking to you know take whoever it was off the dribble he like picked up his dribble and they're bonding him up now and he's looking for a pass looking for a pass none was available and he like kind of spun around and took some awkward ass shot that bricked and I'm like, it's stuff like that. Like, first of all, why would you pick up your dribble in that situation looking to pass? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you, you're playing with bums. I think on the court with him, it was bums too because I think um, Terry didn't even play that game. It was the, it was definitely a bossy game. Terry didn't even play. So he was literally playing with bums. Gordon Hayward didn't play. So I'm like, you're playing with bums. You have to score. Um, and he's just not aggressive enough. You know, you know Gordon Hayward's still a good guy or a good player. He's not going to um he's gonna miss his fair share games. Um that Terry contract is crazy. To me, if they're smart, they start doing the stealth tank. They're gonna stink anyway. Sell some of those damn vets, bro. Especially if the mob situation isn't resolved. Sell them vets, bro. And position yourself for a top three pick. Like even if you don't get um what's his name? Victor. Imagine getting school or like an Eamon Thompson, bro. To, to run with Lamelo, like start yeah, positioning that, yourself that for the draft, bro. Yes, yeah. yeah, start positioning yourself for the draft. But um, yeah, I oh, okay. Who's your bottom two then? Uh, I I'm gonna... add the Pistons. I already said the Pistons, so they're they're my bottom three. So they're my um, fifteen seed, fourteen seed, thirteen seed, and my twelve seed. Um, I'll wait on that. But um, yeah, give me your bottom three. Okay, yeah, I'm up. I'm in agreement with you. Mm-hmm. So I got the the Magic. I still think are gonna be the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think all those big dudes are gonna be able to play because, yeah. And I actually think they might be hurting Paulo's development. Um, Thank you. I'm mad that they haven't played the three. I'm actually mad about that. Yeah, they they need to roll. If you gonna you can go Franz, you can go Paulo, you can go uh, uh, Wendell Carter Jr. And then you just go with two guards, whichever mm-hmm. one of them two guards you want to play, but. That should be your starting lineup, and you figure it out from there. Um, mm-hmm. And to be honest, you said it. Maybe you sell Wendell Carter Jr. and you try to see if Paolo can can do these. If one of them, I don't think Franz is a center, but maybe you can see Paolo do some center stuff. I don't know. Um, I, I just don't. I just don't think you throw them out there with Mobamba. And maybe it's the preseason; they just experimenting, but. How much did, what they gave Bamba a decent bag or am I tripping? Oh no, it wasn't decent. I think he got like a they made oh, I think it might have been like eleven million a year. Let me check that's that a, out. That's 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 kind of a lot of money. That's 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 not mid level exception money. That's it's not necessarily starter money, but it's not chicken scratch either. So who knows? Oh, it's two years. That's why I knew okay, I knew the years wasn't too long. It was two okay. years, ten mil, ten mil. Yeah. So yeah, that wasn't that's not too bad. You can even sell him. I wanted him. I kind of still in, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You, you could talk me into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I say all that to say that I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you with your bottom three. I do think that I love my Pistons, but I ha- I have my doubts. I have my doubts now that I'm actually watching them. Um, because young boys don't play defense, even if they're capable of it, physically capable. 
And I realized that watching them in their first preseason game, uh, we do that as fans. We look at their offensive potential and we forget, like, most young boys don't play defense. It takes them a year to get to a defensive rhythm. It takes them years, plural, multiple, if they're even physically capable of it, to figure out how to play defense. And on a team that's going to be basically, I don't know, a bunch of young boys and Bogey and Alex Burks and Nerlens Noel, it's going to be hard for them to play defense. And then offensively, shit not going to be as sweet. If, if K-Jumper don't come around, I mean, I'm going to start having worries about my son. But I still like their future. But I, I got the Pistons in the number two slot, uh, 14 slot, I should say. And then I'm going to go with the Hornets. I just don't, like, they would have to lose half their games to be any worse than this. They, they win total will have to cut in half. And I think they're going to be worse but I don't think they're going to be worse than the other two teams that I mentioned. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I guess moving the the next three after that. Mm-hmm. So we go in what twelve? So we just missing the plane, oh, or you, yeah, who's, who's just 12? missing the plane? Yeah, the two the two that's just missing the um plane. Eleven, twelve. Oh, this is so tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's I'm, where it gets tough. It mm-hmm. gets tough. I'm still gonna go with the Wizards, man. I think the Wizards, the Wizards, yeah. I think the Wizards stay in that spot because, look, I like you know I think Tallman is gonna put it together for a season, and I think it's possible for them to for him to put it together for a season, and they only win like 36, 37 games, and be the 12th seed, right? Because the you look at the East last year, and it's like I look at every team above them, every team got better except for the Hornets. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Every Even season. last year, the Hornets were five hundred above four games above five hundred and still missed it. Yeah, you know what and, I mean. So the yeah. East is tough. The East is actually tough. Is rough, and I think the Hornets was just gonna be there. Um, I do think Brad Bill getting packed up and traded to maybe our Dallas Mavericks or somewhere is going to be a thing by the trade deadline by this offseason. Um. I, I think he – I don't think he starts next year on the Wizards. I, I just think they – someone comes along and says, I'll, I'll give you something for him. The salary cap is going up so much that even his big-ass salary, a team is going to take that. I, I, I would keep an eye on that. Um, but I think they're the 12th seed. Um, my 11th seed. Ooh. This is going to be a high take, but I think it's the Chicago Bulls. Dead ass. I think it's gonna be the Bulls. <laughs> I think the Bulls are gonna have a That's bad. That's a hot ass take. I think the Bulls gonna have a bad. I I didn't have. I think I I know people was was killing me because I I had them not finishing that high last year, and they started out the season with like the least best record. But they, I mean, when is Melo gonna play? I mean, Melo. When is uh Lonzo gonna play? I don't think he's coming back to like January, February. Honestly, maybe. Yeah, that's Theoretically. A that's a maybe, yeah. And basically, if he don't play, they are like a below 500 basketball team. So where does below 500 get you in the East? It gets you about the 11th seed. That's fair. That's so, fair. and then you still got uh, my boy Zach. Need been a little shaky. Had to have a procedure. Um, I love DeMar, but DeMar's getting older. You know, he did have a really good season last year. But he's getting older, and I, I just 
maybe they have a trade that makes me wrong, but things don't look good to me for them. It's crazy how important Lonzo was for that team. And, like, you know, we joked about it, about Goran Dragic, and he actually legitimately is probably going to play 20 minutes a night for them. He might be washed, and they actually need him to play. He's going to play 20 minutes a night for them. So, yeah, I think the Bulls going to be in the 11th spot. Um, and then I got in the 10th spot, the final play well, spot. Okay, hold on, hold on. Before we get to the play, before we get to the plane, I um, I agree with you about the Wizards. I don't think they're making a plane either. But instead of the Bulls, I have the Knicks still. Because, okay, I get what you're saying about the Bulls. But if you still look at their players, like when I'm comparing them to like the Knicks, mm-hmm. the Knicks don't got nobody close to Levine. And let's assume Levine is, is healthy enough. He's going to play games. And this is obviously where we're factoring in health, but obviously we can't predict it all. Right. Um, so health can really throw a wrench in all these predictions. But even factoring in health, I don't think Knicks got anybody close to Levine. I don't think Knicks got anybody close to DeMar. Vucevic, he was so bad last year that – he, he he has to be better, right? <laughs> You're hoping he has to be at least a little better. Even if he's marginally better, marginally better, it's still better, right? And then you have, and I know their guard situation is funky, but I mean, there's a world. What about like a a, a Kobe White for um, Jay Crowder? I think that makes them better. Like if you, um, yeah, I can see it. You know what I'm saying? So they're still they could push it. I mean, Pat will he's coming back. Um, and if he's looking decent, they're fine. You know, Ayo, um, Ayo, Desumu, he's been pretty decent for them. He's right? been real good. He's one of the best yeah. draft picks last year. Exactly. So you have Ayo, you have um to work with. You still have Caruso. You have Levine in the guard spot to work with him. Like I said, you got Dragic, but you know, and you could survive a little, right? So I that's why I can't have them like complete just completely out the plane still. And the Knicks, while they did get better. The East is tough, so I guess those are my two. But okay, so who? Okay, your planes now. Who are your um ten nine planes? Well, I got oh, <laughs> I I guess he's my boy uh, alone now. Yeah, your boy alone. Jalen Brunson's New York Knicks in the tenth seed. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got them go ahead. I, I do think they're gonna go ahead and rock on the tenth seed. And I misspoke earlier. Uh, the Bulls were twenty four and thirty three without Lonzo. Say so we're one game above five hundred, which low key that would that would have made them the tenth seed last year. So we'll see. I could be wrong, but I, I all the problems I had with them last year, I think are just. Oh my god! Crazy. I just realized. What's up? I'm we we both missed the team, bro, in the East. Oh, the Indiana Pacers. The fucking Pacers, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, this is yeah, oh my god. This is why yeah. we need to write this shit down. Okay, yeah. so yeah. screw what I'm saying. Um the Pacers are definitely missing the plane. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So okay. let's move things okay. up a little bit. Move everybody up. Yeah, move uh, <laughs> the Wizards gonna be the eleventh. The Bulls gonna be tenth. Mm-hmm. Knicks gonna be ninth. Okay, all right. Okay, there yeah. we go. All right, so here we go. The Bulls gonna be in the play and the Knicks gonna be I guess hosting the home team. So, yeah. But the, the Pacers is number three. I'm tripping. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're going to be to, yeah, towards the bottom, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They I gonna mean, be, it depends. They gonna, they, I have to see what they, they gonna do be, with they the gonna be. They're going to be better in the Pistons, but I don't. Oh, yeah. I got to see what they do with the Vets, honestly, too. Yeah. Um, 
I see. I could see. I don't. I don't know. I think that you could talk a foreign dude. You could talk them into taking four years. But anyway, um, yeah. What I where where we at? We I just totally we're at planes. Okay, so your planes. So far, you have the Knicks. Um, I got the Bulls and, and the Bulls the, and the, the Bulls got pushed up. The Bulls mm -hmm. and the Knicks. So the Bulls and the Knicks. And so, my planes, my um, I guess lower echelon planes will be the Bulls and the Knicks too. Okay, we just got them flip flop for where they're gonna be at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so who should you get in this eighth spot? This the the and east. Now it's the, the, the upper east, echelon. The planes. east is a bitch. Look yes, at these sir. teams, dude. Look at these teams. The Hawks, the Nets, the Bulls, the Cavs. It's tough, yo. It, it's Who? Tough. I feel so, I feel like I'm disrespecting whoever's left. Mm -hmm. But okay, give it to me. Eight, seven seed, your upper echelon playing spots. Who you got? Yeah, we should have wrote this shit down. <laughs> All right, go off gut feeling. Go off, go off vibes. Of okay. energy, of vibes. Okay, okay I'll okay. go. go I'll go. I'm not going. I know what I want to say, but I feel that would be too crazy. We're going to go ahead and we're going to go with the Hawks. The Hawks? All right. Okay. We're going to go with the Hawks. I'm going to go with the Hawks. I think the Hawks will be the AC. They stay in their spot. Okay. All right. And then uh, you... You taking it from here or do I keep rolling? Uh say your seven seed. Seven seed, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with the Cavs. The Cavs. All right. Okay. Um well I'm rolling, I guess, differently from you. Cause my eighth seed, I'm going to say Ooh, this is tough. I, I was clowning you talking about so hard, hard. But um okay, my eighth seed, I'm not gonna lie. I, cause I just watched the Hawks look pretty damn good with that backward. Like I said, you got to see it in game, like in like real regular season. But the backward didn't look too. I, I was not low on them, but I thought they wouldn't seed as high because you know it would take a little bit for you know the backcourt to gel. But if they're gelling off rip, <laughs> you know things are a little different with them. But you know they always have you know health issues and all that. But I do have the Hawks there. Um, I can have the Hawks in A two. Um, but my seventh spot, I'm gonna go with the Raptors. <laughs> yeah, it's just like I could see the Raptors leaning the plane. I could, I, man. I, I did the. I, I said they was gonna be bad last year, and they proved me wrong. And I well, said, yeah, we I'm both never, said it were gonna be. Yeah. I'm now. I'm. I, I will never disrespect Nick Nurse ever again in my life. I knew I should. I knew I was playing with fire trying to disrespect him last year yeah but nick nurse is a try hard bro like he was playing like seven guys for like half the season like you know what i mean like teams when you're making predictions you're not factoring in that like you're they, they were legit playing like no more than eight guys um like for pretty much the entire year so i'm like god damn nurse and it's it's, it's your guys are running out of gas because they were like hot um and then they kind of when the guys were really tired they tailed off so he they can't do that shit again. I think they're going to play. He been he been doing it since he been the coach. Yeah, but I think some of the like Malachi didn't look too bad in um right in preseason. So I think you you at least have to play him because they weren't playing him at all last season. I think you, your players are going to get frustrated if they feel like they can um contribute and they're not playing. So I think you have to play him. They've said that they like um 
the Delano um, Banton kid. So you got to play him. So I just think they're they're going to play a bit more guys off the bench. And with that, you're not just running basically your best five players the whole game. So I do yeah. think we might see some regression a little bit. I can see it. I don't think it's that crazy. There, there's hard choices to be made. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be crazy, but just the East is so stacked. Um, shit, I was... It was low-key. I was thinking about them or the Heat, but the Heat is just such a machine. Dude, that's what I wanted to say. And I was like, I can't, right? I can't, I can't, take, them from, I can't take them from one to seven. Especially when we saw last year where they did have injury issues. and so It's so crazy. I wanted to say mm-hmm. the Heat so bad. Yeah, but that's why I was like, I'm going to say the right. And I could say the Cavs too, but I, I think the Cavs will win a lot of regular season games. I do too. Healthy. I think they could win like a lot, so that's why I'm like I could see them avoiding the like if like I said everything is health dependent, but I could see them avoiding it because Donovan Mitchell he could get hot. Garland setting your table, you got rim protectors back there. Any of your young guys take a leap. Um, they're you know that's they're cooking with some. I mean, here's the thing. Let's let's keep it tall. We said that we both agreed that the Hawks are the AC. If the Hawks got their shit together and was one, would we be blown away? I would be blown away if they were one. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would wouldn't be. be. I wouldn't. No, be. I would be. I would be. I can't lie. I, I just because you gotta think about it. Like, I, I just wouldn't be. You, they still have the best player is still young. They traded for a dude that ain't that old. They third best player. I mean, yeah, I'm on. I don't know what you want to call DeAndre Hunter and they pecking order, but he's still a young dude that can that can. It can get better in a wall. If right? he's healthy, I, I, okay, I can see it. I low key could see it if he plays like close to a full season. Yeah, so like if he like, plays, I, like, I, I can see games, it. Yeah. I can see it in the realm of possibility. Yeah. I wouldn't predict it. I wouldn't bet yeah, money sure. on it, but I wouldn't be like, oh my god, who saw this coming? You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so where are we at? We had six. So now we're at six. Okay, so we. Okay, I I guess here we could just give top six. Top six. Okay, so I have the Raptors left mm-hmm. so i got the raptors in the sixth spot mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw the nets in the fifth spot i'm gonna throw the heat in the fourth spot i'm gonna go the celtics in the third spot and then i'm gonna have the uh i'm gonna have the sixers in the second and i'm gonna have the bucks in the number one spot Ooh, interesting. Okay, so we have similar teams. Instead, it's just um like similar teams left. Obviously, it's just that I have the Cavs making it out the plane while you have the Raptors making it out the plane. Um, but with that, I do have the Cavs at six. Um, but I have I have the Heat at five, and I have the Nets in in the fourth spot. Even though I don't know about that, because they're looking mighty stinky. Yeah, I mean, they, they, hell, they're more, they could be a playing team, and they could be easily. a playing team with their injury history, you know, situations to a lot of their players. A lot of their players, like, are just a question yeah. mark with the injuries. So we will see, but you know, just off talent and off that, I could have, I have them in a fourth spot. But um, three. Did I say that? Yeah, I said the Heat in fifth. Um, Nets in four. I got Boston in the third spot as well. But I got the. I can also see a world where Milwaukee's the third seed and Boston's the second seed. Um, but for now, I have Boston in the third spot. I have Milwaukee second. I have Philly first. I think Philly is going to win a lot of regular season games. If that maxi jump is real, because so far in the preseason, he looks just down. He looks like the second best player on the team. Yeah. Um, if that leap is real, 
and you know you know Embiid he's missed games but he hasn't missed like a shit ton of games these last couple of years it hasn't been like you know that much uh and they're still winning games Philly is so I think um if they stay relatively healthy if James stays a relative relatively healthy they're deeper now than they were than they you know have been the last couple of years I mean even though Melton he's been a little suspect but um he'll he'll shake it off and they got Tucker but James out. Harden's never had anybody like him <laughs> Bro, that shit blew. I cannot believe Dennis Scott went on TV and said that said James Harden never had a D'Anthony Melton in in Houston like Eric Gordon hasn't been like Melton hasn't even touched what Eric Gordon was then. But anyway, um, I th- I think Philly would be the number one. I don't know. I think the Bucks, they're still good. Obviously, they still have Giannis, but they're old. Like as far as again, they're they no, they old. They old. They've been together for a while. You know what I mean? Like I don't think the regular they get up per se for the regular season like that. Um, I think they're definitely in the mode of okay, we're using this as a chance to you know get better and um prepare for the playoffs and even um i think it was charles lee that's their defensive like lead assistant all that and i think he handles their defense now that ham's gone to um he said you know they're going to be trying you know tweaking their schemes defensively and all that so i think with all that they won't they'll still be good but not like the top seed i think philly takes that for me no i can do it i uh the only reason why i don't want to put Philly is the number one seed. The only reason is uh, Joel, what Joel and B played the most games he ever played last year. That he had the highest usage in the NBA last year. To me, is just betting against Embiid. You know, and it's betting against Embiid and betting on Giannis. If that makes sense. That makes sense, but that usage is going down, especially with Harden there. Harden's creating Maxi. You know, even Tobias. I forgot about him. He's not um. Like, he's still serviceable, especially since he's not going to be called hey. on offensively. He's a fourth option. I think I would, I would take him. I would not. <laughs> I would take him. I would take him on the last not year. On contract. And I know it's the last year, but, like, not on the contract. And plus, you're moving him up here. Like, Tobias is a good, like, fourth uh, fourth option kind of guy. He, he'd be here, number two here. Yeah, he'd be, like, a number two number. That's not – we already saw amen, him. Amen. Amen. Jalen Brunson. Turn that into a turn that position to a hundred million. Yeah, but no, I'm sorry. I just you know what I mean. Like <laughs> I just don't like guys who have played in multiple different like roles. You clearly yeah, see that they yeah. fit the best in like a lower kind of usage role, and then yeah. you trade for them to move them up, you yeah, know, into yeah. a higher usage. Even though it you is, already uh, saw how he is like that, so that's why I wouldn't want him. It is interesting to me that like. He had a nice little playoff series, not last year, the most recent one. He stuck a little bit, quite as cup. But the year before that, I've always thought of him as a playoff choker, but I'm just looking at it. Uh, he has he has underperformed his regular season statistics in the playoffs every year except two years ago. He was actually legit. But I don't know. He folded up. At, he he still owes Ben Simmons like a lot of money. The way he folded up Bro, against the Hawks, and so. nobody said anything. I f- no one. I feel like I, I'm not trying to be funny. Oh I feel like God. you and me are the only people that remembers this. You are the only person on the Bird app I've ever seen discuss it. And it's just like, bro, he was just as bad. You know how many layups he blew. Bro, he was so bad, bro. But that, like I said, everyone remembers that Ben Simmons play. Um, but he, yeah, that was, he was so much bad. worse than Ben Simmons. He, I think yeah, he, he was, was worse. So, 
He was at least look, Ben was providing defense. Yeah. Like legit defense. Tobias yeah. wasn't really doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So all right, where we at? Time like, wise. I mean, that, uh yeah, so we about an hour and well, yeah, hour forty. 40 I, I think that's the magic number now. I thought this was gonna be two hours and maybe even longer than that, but damn, we pulled that off. Yeah, um, we did. I mean we had similar predictions, only you know, a couple you know, this is what I will say. Last year, I was so confident with my predictions. Oh, yeah, I was, and was so wrong. We had the yeah, Cavs at the bottom. Remember, we yeah, didn't have the Cavs yeah, making the play. Yeah, the made the play in, yeah. I was so confident with my predictions, and I was wrong. This year, let me be clear, I could be right on all this shit, but I'm not going victory lap because I'm not confident. I don't have, like, I just, this is just guessing. But even if I'm 100% right, on all these, I think there's so much volatility in the East that mm-hmm. no one no one can say, well, I knew this was going to happen. The only thing I feel good about where I would say I have some confidence, I think the Sixers are going to be really, really, really good. I, I, I do. I think they're going to be a regular season machine, um, even if Embiid missed some games. The only reason I didn't put him at one is I think he's, he you know, he going to probably miss like 20 games. And I think that's going to be the difference. And I, I don't think Giannis is going to miss that many games. But we'll see. Obviously, Embiid has more help. And I don't know, man. Jim Harden. I think they could survive, though, with Embiid missing them games. Yeah. Officer, I think they're better o- Officer Jim looks in shape. He does. Yeah. And he even does. if, like he I really said, does. he's table setting, you still got Max. You still got Tobias there. You got some role players with you. The center position is not shit because Paul Reed can be serviceable. They got, um, I mean, Trez, as much as he stinks in the playoffs, he can give you some buckets in regular season. You know what I mean? So, like, um, I just think they they have enough, at least for the regular season. I think they're going to fold in the playoffs. Um, and it's come to me, it's it should be finals or bust for them, but they have to at least make a conference finals. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? But that stuff, I mean, we could get into playoff predictions, like, obviously later on. But um, it'll be interesting to see um how things play out in the East. Because, you know, we've been talking about how tough the West is. But the East is the East, no No, no, the East was our last year. Like, really look at it. You, if you weren't. Oh, the East was way tougher last year. Yeah. yeah. I, think everyone, I think everyone acknowledged that, too. Literally every team that made the playoffs was above 500 in the, in the West. The Pelicans wasn't above 500. No, they, the they, they snuck in there. Then even yeah. as you look at, like, the. Like, there's one team in the East that you think might actually really – I don't know if there's any teams in the East that are going to go full tank. You know what they, I'm saying? Yeah, they, they're, the they're going – they're going, Yeah, they're going to – some of those teams are going to be bad. They're going to be in the mix. But no one's set up just to be hot ass. Like, there's some bad teams in the West. Like, the Spurs are bad. The Spurs are horrible, yo. They Spurs got, are just <laughs> so bad. So bad. It's so bad. Um, I mean, OKC's not that. OKC's pretty OKC's bad. Quiet as They're bad, but like, they're. I, I just is. I don't know if it's because I really like their coach. He's good. He's good. He moved me last year because if you look at their defense, OKC had no personnel for them to be where they were at defensively. And I think they have good pieces. Like they might not like. Obviously, they have the star in um Shea. They're hoping that Giddy could develop into a star-like guy. But at the very least, he looks like he can be like a high-level role player. Obviously, they're hoping Chet can be like a star guy. 
but they got a lot of good role players, like two or guys that they're hoping to develop into that. Like Yuzman oh, Jang, yeah. I like him. I do like a he's, team he's played good. against him. Six ten wing. Ooh, what's 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 the other rookie too? Um, uh, J Dub. The one, one that got the same name as someone else. Yeah, uh, yeah, what's yeah. What's his they, name? So it's they're both Jalen Williams. Yeah, so I like him. Name. The I liked J-Dub. him. The J Dub, that's the one with the huge afro. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah, I liked him too. I liked him and Jang. Jang, 6'10 wing, who, mm-hmm. if he develops a shot, could be good. And he's a like he's a defender. I like that. I like that a lot. So I, I like their pieces. That's why I'm like, when people are, you know, shitting on them, all that, I'm like, just watch them. Like, actually watch them play. You know, that will. You know, I think you know shut down some of some of people's like preconceived notions that they have of them if they actually just watch them. They're not. They I, have good players. I just don't, they them young boys don't know how to play together. Oh yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. Um, but they're even I mean, the Rockets should be okay. I like their players. Nah, they too. they gonna they gonna stink. But they're gonna stink. I mean, that's what I'm saying. When I say okay, I'm talking relative to like their peers, which yeah. stink as well. Like we're not talking. They're not you know playing with the big dogs like the. You know, they're not playing with the big dogs or even the playing teams like the Kings. You could say, yeah, the Kings like are uh, not tier, but the Kings are. De- or, yeah, you could say the Kings are like a tier above them. Um, Like in that playing range um, of the West, like the Portland's of the world. Like to me, Port- I mean, not to give away my West standings, but you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like right that. there with you. I'm right there mm-hmm. with you. I think like I don't think I- I'll give you an example. As you look at the East, like we talked about the uh, the Wizards. If the Wizards were like the sixth seed, I would not be. This is insane. This is impossible. I wouldn't think it would be impossible. I would be shocked to my core. I would be surprised. <laughs> I would. I wouldn't be shocked. I'd be surprised, but I'd be like, you know what? They they got a decent collection of players, like dead ass. There's two. Let's just keep it real. There's what shit. They got three players in their starting lineup that would immediately. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Actually, let me take that back. I was out of pocket with that. Yeah. What? What? Kyle Kuzma start anymore? In the, oh, for, no. the, for the for the uh, What no, he? No. What he on the new look mask? He would have nah, last year. He would have last year. Not he would have last year. year. I don't think he starts this year. Would KP start? I think KP was start. No, KP would start. KP would start. KP and, starts, and Bill um, will start. start. I think um, I think it was Kuzma the one I was out the window with because yeah. I. I wanted I wanted Kuzma last year. Anyway, um, I mean, if Kispert takes a huge jump, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, know, like yeah. the the point I'm trying to make is, if the Wizards were a playoff team, fuck the six seed or seven seed, just whatever, they were in the playoffs, outside the play in, playing in a playoff series, it wouldn't be shocking based on their talent. Man, whoever we got is the twelve seed. In the West, it would be mind blowing, in my opinion. Like mind blowing. Like the because you gotta think about it. Like not trying to spoil next week's episode, but we got Spurs, we got the Rockets, we got uh we got the Jazz, we got uh what team am I forgetting? Spurs, Rockets, Jazz. Them the bottom three, right? Mm-hmm. Spurs, Rocket, Jazz, um, so, OKC, OKC, OKC. Yeah, if OKC, so if OKC is the is a playing like not even a playing team, but like in the playoff mix, any of them four teams are the seventh seed. It's like w- w- the world is ending, and that's not <laughs> the case in the East. Does that make sense? 
Hell, even the fucking Indiana Pacers made the play in. I wouldn't be like, what happened? How is this possible? No, it, the East is going to be rough, bro. Yeah. Yeah, and, I'm, and, I'm excited to watch it though. Uh, it's it's going to be good. I'm, I'm hoping for, obviously, you can't, there's always going to be injuries, but I'm hoping for relatively good health, man. It could be a really electric season. Yeah. Right. You got anything else you want to get off your chest? Shit, I got to get going. I got to get to this game. I don't yeah, want to go to the game. I literally don't want to go. I'm not going to hold you. Listen, go. Go and cheer for me and you. I think this is going to be one of the situations. Uh, I don't like leaving games early but i didn't pay for these tickets so yeah i don't think i'm gonna be there for the whole joint i'm not trying to fight traffic anyway y'all ain't trying to listen to that thank y'all for listening to another episode of 21 going on 77 i am one half of the duo it's your boy dwight at 5172214 join again as i am with every week dr sj thank y'all for listening give us those uh itunes recommendations tell your friends come on come on uh give us creative feedback jump in the dms i actually do when people give me feedback i do listen to it i'm not arrogant i promise i'm not and uh thank y'all for y'all support basketball season is back these downloads have started cranking up and uh i appreciate that y'all and we will talk to y'all next week i will be overreacting on the timeline at the game about anything Jaden hardy does We'll talk to y'all next week. Peace.